Hi, friends. Welcome to my She Shed and welcome to this podcast, She Sheds with Erica Michelle Cherry, where we are challenging the narratives that keep us from stepping into who we are becoming. Y'all, it's been a little bit over six months since I recorded an episode. You know, life starts lifing a little differently and we have to reprioritize projects in an effort to put energy where energy is most needed. And while that was true, I think I probably took a bit longer than necessary (laughs) to pick up this podcast again. So (laughs) with that being said, let me just say thank you to my tribe. Thank you to my friends and my tribe who uh, tapped on my shoulder and pulled on my coattail and was like, hey, girl, hey, you need to get yourself all the way back in the she shed (laughs) and plug up that microphone and do the thing. Y'all, let me tell you something. If you do not have friends that are holding you accountable to your goals, then It might be time for you to reassess how your community and your friends and your tribe, how y'all operate. You just might need to go back to the drawing board and figure out like, listen, we're we're not pouring into each other correctly. (laughs) Something ain't right. (laughs) So y'all might want to do that. Um, But yes, speaking of tribes and speaking of friends, yesterday... I had an opportunity to have coffee with one of my friends that I hadn't seen in a long time. And oh my gosh, y'all, the energy exchange was so loving and so beautiful and so affirming. We sat and we laughed and we talked for hours and the conversation was so on point with what was already stirring in my soul about this episode. And that was shadow stories. Now, I I mentioned the phrase shadow stories in a, a few times in, in one of the previous episodes. And in my conversation with my girlfriend, I was just, it was just confirmed for me that I needed to record a more in-depth episode about what those are. And you may, you may already have a clue just by the name itself, shadow stories. Stories, that are in the shadows. And that's exactly right. When I speak about shadow stories, I speak about the stories that are lurking underneath the surface of the story that we're living in real time. These might be the stories that are on loop when we mentally review our day, wondering if we sounded stupid in that meeting. If you are justifying staying in relationships well past their expiration dates, There's an underlying story that's supporting that justification. There's something you believe about yourself or something you believe to be true, and it's supporting that justification. These are the stories that are binding us to shame, to guilt, to fear. Basically, shadow stories hold us to the shadows of our lives and we oftentimes construct our lives in a way that we can avoid the shadows. We can avoid the shame or try to avoid the guilt, avoid judgment. This might look like us working harder or taking on more responsibilities at work or 
living a life by the check boxes so we can keep up the appearance that we might have it all together. Here's the thing though, avoiding and ignoring the shadow stories doesn't really work because the default to avoiding the shadow story is to allow its presence and impact to stay in place, to stay right there, lurking, lurking underneath the surface of our identities, cementing themselves as as the subconscious lens that we see life through, informing what we believe to be true about ourselves, informing what we believe we're worth, informing how we let other people treat us, how we treat other people, what we believe about money. They become how we view the world around us. Now, don't get me wrong. They might be subconscious, but they're not necessarily hidden. Your shadow stories are making, listen, they're making special appearances. (laughs) Your shadow stories are making special appearances in the form of anxiety, fear, self-doubt, passive-aggressive communication, pettiness. Some of y'all out there being real petty. (laughs) Resentment procrastination, people-pleasing, all the things, right? All the things. There are shadow stories supporting all of those behaviors. Now, why is this important? This is important because when we don't bring these stories to the light or bring consciousness to their roles in our lives, we then keep ourselves bound to the thoughts, to the behaviors, and even to the identities that may have been shaped by those stories. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but if you want to stop the people-pleasing or you want to stop the passive-aggressive communication, if you want to learn how to stop responding in anger, if you want to stop, start feeling more confident about yourself or you know, start moving towards your goals and moving towards the person that you want to become, then you're going to have to take a different approach to shadow stories. Avoiding them is just not working. It's not the answer. So might I suggest you be curious about your shadow stories. Be curious about how they present themselves in your life. When you notice fear or anxiety or even people-pleasing coming up in the moment, Take a breath and ask yourself, what do I believe to be true about this moment that's making me respond in this way? Be curious about it. Be curious about the things that you're telling yourself or that you are allowing yourself to believe. Like when you tell yourself you can't do something or Like when you won't allow yourself to dream bigger or dream outside of the script or outside of the checkboxes. Be curious about why you respond passive aggressively versus just saying what you need to say. Be curious about why you keep justifying that relationship that is literally running you in the ground. Imagine fear sitting in a chair across from you and you're having a conversation with it. Imagine yourself asking it bold, direct questions like, what are you afraid of? Where did you come from? 
or who was the one or what was the thing that spoke life into you? Talk to it, right? Talk to fear like it is like it is a person outside of you. And then then allow honesty to come up as a response. Allow yourself to be honest. Allow the fear or the anxiety or the people pleasing, whatever it is sitting in that chair, allow it to be honest with you. I promise y'all, it hits different when you talk to your emotions as if they are entities or energy sources outside of you because you stop allowing them to be the driving force of your behavior. You're now interacting with them curiously, not with judgment and not with chastisement and not with force. That's not what you want because those things, judgment, when you're interacting with yourself with judgment or chastisement or anger or any sort of force, those things bring about shame. Those things bring about guilt and that's not what you want. You don't want to do that to yourself because your brain has already learned to avoid or shut down at the first sign of shame or guilt. So that's not what you want to do. But curiosity, curiosity can help you see fear from a different perspective. And that perspective can help you understand fear differently. And understanding can lead you to a place of compassion for yourself And for the part of you that's afraid or for the part of you that's anxious or for the part of you that just has something to say and you can't find the courage to say it. Curiosity, perspective, understanding, compassion, that is the light that I am inviting you to shine on your shadow stories. And then, then you can start making moves towards being or responding to life events in ways that support who you want to be or how you want to show up. Now, notice, I'm not saying that you're going to get rid of fear or that you're going to get rid of anxiety. I mean, to be honest, I really think that's kind of unrealistic to think that fear is just going to leave you or an anxiety is just going to leave you. You need your emotions. Your emotions are a part of you and they're there for a reason. They help you navigate your environment and help you navigate life in general. But I am talking about learning how to interact differently with your emotions because that can put you in a position of power. You are now in a place of control. You can be the one to consciously make decisions about how you want to respond to life events or to people. And you can bring some some intentionality to the narrative that you choose to live by versus allowing the shadow story to run the show subconsciously. I hope this is helpful to understand shadow stories and understanding the impact that they have in our lives because y'all, they can be quite powerful when we just allow them to be under the surface of our day-to-day interactions with ourselves or with other people. At the end of the day, this is about women, especially women of color, And especially, especially Black women discovering healing through telling our stories in the light, no longer hiding in the shadows because it's the light. It is the light that breaks the bonds of shame and breaks the bonds of guilt that keeps us from moving forward into our our divine evolution. 
at our core, y'all, we are creative beings. We are creators and we cannot create if we are bound to the shadows. So we get to choose how we want the shadows to present themselves in our life. Do we want to stay bound to the shadows in sorrow and anxiety and defeat? Fear? Do we want to stay bound to the shadows or do we want to interact differently with the shadows and use the shadow stories and use them to learn what we can about ourselves? Because when we learn what we can from the shadows, when we are shining light in the shadows or being curious, remember I said curiosity, perspective, understanding, and compassion, when we're using those to learn what we can in the shadows, then the shadows can sharpen us. The shadows can propel us forward. We're using the shadow now as a tool. It's no longer something that's binding us. It's now for our benefit. But you get to make the choice on how you use the shadow and what role you want to play in relationship to your shadow stories. When we learn what we can, then we're learning to reclaim our right to write our own narratives and redefine what we're capable of. We can redefine wellness for ourselves. We get to redefine family. We get to redefine us for ourselves. And in the midst of shedding those stories and finding that healing and finding that empowerment for ourselves, we are also then empowering our sisters and we're empowering our young daughters and empowering our friends and even even empowering our sons. Y'all, this is, ooh, okay, I had to, wait a minute, something's coming up. <laughs> empowering our sons, y'all. That's huge for me and for some of y'all too. It's some moms of boys out there. I am a mom of three young men. My my sons are, they range from the ages of 24 to 29. And I've spent the last four or five years trying to empower my sons through story, through my story. And there, yeah, there's been a reckoning, right? There's been a reckoning, so to speak. And maybe, maybe we'll get to that in a later episode, if I can convince them to do do a podcast with me. But there was a reckoning with myself and a reckoning with some of the things that I had taught them in their youth that I no longer subscribe to as a result of me doing the work and sitting with my own shadow stories. I I had to go to them, you know, I I had to go to them not not to reparent them. But I did feel like I I needed to go to them and share my story with them and say, hey, this is where I was and this is where I am. And I recognize that where I was may have left an impact on you. And I just, I wanted to open the door. I wanted to open the door for them to be able to come to me and say, Mama, um, you hurt me, or Mama, you traumatized me, or Mama, you taught me this, and I'm confused by it, and we need to talk about these things. And this is nothing I've, you know, never said to my sons before. Of course, like I said, I, you know, over the last several years, I've been talking to my sons, so they won't be shocked 
if they hear this episode, but I did have to go to them and just say, yeah, this door is open and you can come and talk to me about anything that I would have done to done or said to harm you. Um, And I wanted them to know that that was never my intent. However, I do understand that intent versus impact are two totally different things. And when we are operating from shadow stories, y'all, we're operating from a place of fear, from desperation, from guilt, from shame, You know, we're operating from these really ugly places and that can cause harm. So let me, let me slow that down. Intent versus impact are two totally different things. Some of y'all out there causing harm and you're saying stuff like, I didn't mean to. No, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) Just because you didn't mean to doesn't change the fact that you did. You caused harm. And I think that on some level, just like it was my responsibility, on some level, I, you know, it's we have to take a responsibility for the impact that we may have caused or we may cause, yeah, that we may have caused other people. Now, I'm not saying this to be true across the board, I mean, but it is definitely true for relationships that you might want to (laughs) keep. If you want to keep these relationships, (laughs) then you might want to, you know, pay some special care or special attention to the impact that you, you are causing. If it's somebody you don't really care about, then I mean, you know, it's up to you. Either way, it's up to you, but I highly recommend it. If you, if this is somebody you love or a relationship that you want to keep, that we pay attention to the impact that we, that we cause because yeah, your shadow story, you know, has the potential to cause harm to others, not just to you. And I think that's important to know. I think if there's one thing that I really, really want you to take away from this episode is Understand that you are powerful. You are a powerful being. Your shadow stories, the darkness, the trauma in your life, it does not define who you are. I invite you to embrace the curiosity of who you could be if you were the one controlling the narrative. With that being said, thank you for joining me in the She Shed and spending time with me. As always, I am so grateful for the gift of space, shared space, for the gift of listening, for the gift of time, because I know that you could be doing anything right now. But the fact that you chose to listen to this episode and to my podcast in general, it means the world to me. So thank you so much. And I encourage you to continue shedding because when you shed, you evolve. And when you evolve, friend, lives start to change. Your life changes. Your relationships start to change. Your community changes. Until next time, blessings. Thank you so much for spending time with me in the She Shed. Your time, again, is not taken for granted. I certainly appreciate 
all of you. I appreciate the gift of listening, the gift of hearing, and I appreciate the gift of storytelling. And I'm honored to be able to share this space with you. If you found this episode or any of the episodes enlightening, inspiring, uh, provocative, (laughs) reflective, if you found them alchemizing at all for you, do me a favor and follow the podcast and also share the episodes with your friends who also may be on their their shedding journey. Tell them that Erica said they're invited to the She Shed for story time. Because y'all, when she tells her story, she evolves. And when she evolves, lives start to change. Until next time, blessings. <laughs>